Live from the J.C. Newman Cigar Studio in Boston, Massachusetts, and the Gurkha Cigar Studio in beautiful British Columbia, welcome to the Smokin' Tobacco Show with your hosts, Matt Tobacco and Mitchell Santaga. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Smokin' Tobacco Show. I'm Matt Tobacco from SmokinTobacco.com, and I am from, I am broadcasting, I should say, live from the J.C. Newman Cigar Studios in Boston, Massachusetts, and not... From beautiful British Columbia tonight, from fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. It's also from SmokingTobacco.com. My main man Kevin, who's filling in for Mitchell, uh, who had some uh, some family things to take care of, and um, so now we're here, and we're later than we normally are, which is fine because um, you know it worked out, and um, yeah, we're gonna do this thing. Uh, we were supposed to have Steve on the show, but Steve. Um, <clears throat> forgot that he had the uh, Summer of Saka finale, or whatever he's doing with Abe for Summer of Saka. So he's gonna come on in a couple weeks instead. Um, so I decided to have kind of a um interesting discussion and read some mailbag stuff with Kevin. So that's our show for tonight. With Kevin, how are you? Well, you didn't tell me I was gonna have to read. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna. You're read. gonna read. Okay, so I was gonna say I have to, I would have to excuse myself to go find my spectacles before that because you know I've got these old ass eyes that just don't like to read things. You know, Kevin, I stopped making fun of you for your advanced age. You know, mostly because you know I, not really for your sake, but for your wife's sake because you know I feel bad and I don't want to make her like feel like she's associated with that and because I feel like I make a jab at you. I'm making a jab at her, and I don't want to make a jab at her at all. So, well, because you just didn't want her to whoop your ass. That's all. So I stopped. But like now, <laughs> like you keep going on and on making these like old people jokes, and I'm like, you know, I can't tell if you're fucking with me because like you want me to keep going, and you're trying to be like, hey, here's some cannon fodder, and I'm like, eh, no. Like, if it continues though, Kevin, I I won't be able to control myself. You know. Just Maybe gonna... I'm just handing you a shovel to see how big of a hole you can dig. Well, I don't know. That remains to be seen. <laughs> I did I did bring a friend with me to the show tonight. His name is Ron, and he is from Guatemala. Uh, this is uh, one of my favorite rums that I've discovered in recent years. It is the Ron Zacapa number 23. Uh, this shit is delicious. It is delicious. That, that is a good rum, you know, especially, if, I mean, it's like real rum. It's not like some of this, like, Captain Morgan's yeah, no. spice disgustingness, whatever it is, it's it's good stuff. Yeah, I but always see, like... I, uh, I on the other hand went the rye route with some wonderful Bardstown rye from from Kentucky. Well, I was thinking about doing whiskey and I said, you know what? I'm gonna stick to rum. It's hot out. I'm really feeling tropical. People notice I still have the Hawaiian shirts on. You know, I've been living in these Hawaiian shirts. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know if it's like a dad thing that just took over, but these <laughs> shirts are awesome. No, really. You know, it's been it's been exceptionally hot here. I don't even have to complain about the heat to you. I'm not even going to get into that. Um, although you guys have had a lot more rain lately than you've had to worry about heat. So, but Yeah, yeah we've literally had like over... Almost one and a half times our annual rainfall in the past three weeks. 
It's crazy. Dude, if it keeps raining at this rate, you know, Lake Mead's going to fill back up again like it was, you know, 30, 40 years ago. And, you know, <laughs> I mean. Funny story about, well, it's not a funny story, but a true story about that is is the um, National Geological Service and the, the water department and all that we're actually talking about. Because that's been a big topic of conversations with all this rain. Is Lake Mead going to fill up? And they said it's actually more dependent on snowfall and and uh, having releases down to Lake Powell. So they said that this rain actually made the lake maybe come up like eight or nine tenths of an inch. That's about it. Wow. Which is which is crazy because you know we get four inches of rain a year and we've had almost six inches of rain in the past three weeks and you would think i mean you would think it would make the lake come up but apparently it doesn't work like that so yeah yeah it's true and and it's sad to see it you know as low as it is i mean i wasn't really around for when it was really high um but you know i've been going to vegas for a long time and you know as long as i can remember it's 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 been you know decreasing and on the lower side but well, I mean, I've witnessed with my own eyes the water going over the spillway. So, you know, to, to see it where it's at now is just, it's talk about humbling. I mean, it's sad. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it really is. And I, I just, I don't know. I hope it gets better. You know, you don't want to see that, that either dry out or just become completely useless and obsolete. But I mean, you know, maybe California should to. stop hogging all the, uh, Hogging all the resources, you know. Back in California, <laughs> well, I saw they put a proposal on to actually drain Lake Powell. So I'm sure that would throw all the people up at that in the river if that happened. But yeah, I don't see that flying either. So got to do something. But it enough is negativity. That was kind of like kind of a humble beginning to the show, there, buddy. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know how. How that went. We anyway, but anyway, I was talking about my Hawaiian shirts, I believe. And, you know, these shirts are great. I found these on Amazon. And they're like 20, 25 bucks a pop. And there's like hundreds of different designs. And I just started ordering them. And, like, just rotating them. And honestly, they're great. They're lightweight. They're comfortable. And they're great with the baby. Because she really likes the skin-to-skin. So it's easy for me to just unbutton. And then, like, when I'm sitting down, just, like, put her on me. And then, like, kind of, like, put the shirt back over her, you know? And then she, like, she loves to sleep that way. I'll tell you. Half the times that she starts flipping out and, like, I've gone through diaper, you know, formula um, or feeding, whatever. Um, you know, all the all the regular stuff. And she's, like, you know, still kind of, I'm like, all right, let's try this. And she always just, uh, just like, kind of stops and falls asleep. And I'm like, oh, shit, okay. So it's been like my little trick that's worked. I don't know if it'll work forever, but she just she likes like that actual touch, and she goes to sleep. So it's uh it's nice. But I also it like is. to be it's colorful. Like multi benefit. I mean, you know, she's comfy, she's relaxing, she's got nice colors to look at, and then if she yaks, you can't even really tell. Yeah, I know. It just it, kind of blends in. It's great. It's the best of both worlds. I do gotta ask though. Do, do 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 they offer shorts to match so you can kind of have the head to toe package? You know. I haven't looked because I haven't thought about that, but uh, now you got me wondering. Now you got me wondering. I'll have to do I some research. See, you can see a rock in the matching board shorts. Yeah, I styling. would. I would. Maybe not just always around, 
but um, I, maybe in the right setting, sure. You know, especially at the beach or any tropical location. Um, maybe at, like Pro Cigar. Maybe that's what I'll wear on the factory tours. You know, I'll just, I'll just wear all like this, top and bottom. And the Pro like, Who, Cigar. Who's that? Who's that fucking guy? I'll be like, it's me. That's SmokingTobacco.com. <laughs> just like to be very floral, very tropical. I'm really getting into the scenery. Uh, that's my game plan. So, um, <laughs> anyway, I like I like the plan. I got pissed though because I was trying to creep into the bedroom the other day because Nicole was asleep and I had to get something, and I caught like one of like the loops between the buttons like on the doorknob because I was like going in like kind of slow and then the door started to creak <laughs> and I was like, oh, maybe kind of like a little jump through the doorway, and it caught in there and it was like the bottom one. And it just ripped. And I was like, fuck. And then I remembered. I'm like, they're only like $20. I'll buy another one. <laughs> and I did. It's <laughs> like, shit. I just, and it was like, it was, it was like one that I just watched, like just bought too. Like, it, like I'd only had it for like a few days. I was like, oh, I really like this one. And then it ripped. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> but, you know, again, at least it's not expensive to replace, which is, you know, a nice plus. So, um, but yeah, no, that's been my style. I also just, you know, I just, after last week, I forgot to have my other shirt ironed and cleaned, and then the show came around this week, and I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, well, I'm just going to stick with the Hawaiian. It's, it's it, honestly, it's hot, and it's very humid here again, so I, uh, I, I, I this, this is more comfortable anyway. This is a lighter weight fabric. The other shirt is a little more heavier duty. It's a short sleeve, but it's a little thicker, so... Yeah, I love I love those style shirts. I'm a big fan of linens, so right. Linen it's a linen. shirts are so comfortable, especially in this god awful heat out here. Mm. Very true, very true. Out there, whew, forget it. At least you don't have the humidity, though. Although I'm not going to get into that debate because I know there's other people out there who are like heat is heat, and no, it's not. Um, I tell you, oh, we've I... had the sixty percent humidity lately, so we get we've been getting both. Ah, that's true. With all that rain, you guys probably do have the humidity, and that really sucks. Oh boy, oh 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 boy. Anyway, so we are here tonight. Thank you, everyone, here for watching and listening to us. If you're listening to us later, our show is available everywhere you can get your podcasts, as well as YouTube and all of our social media pages. Um. So we have a couple of things that we're going to do tonight. One, we're going to talk a lot about what we've smoked so far this year. Stuff that's come out this year, whether it was before the show, stuff that came out at the show, you know, whatnot. I'm smoking a, 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 a trade show release cigar tonight, as well as I think you have a couple too. Um, yep. So we'll talk about those. Uh, and we can even talk about ones that haven't hit yet. Some of them we have smoked. Some of them we have not um, and how maybe those might affect, uh, just based on what we know about them and history of the brands. Uh, try to make an educated guess as to how they will perform and, you know, what, what we think the probability is of them coming to um, being able to maybe make the list. Now, <clears throat> I will say this before we get into the discussion. The team and I have not done anything with the list yet. We have discussed as a group, like, hey, it's you know, that time's coming let's start to just make our notes and be prepared but um we have not actually started work so there's nothing on a list yet so don't i don't want anyone to think that this conversation has anything to do with like some stuff that's maybe on the list there's, there is no list there's no like 
draft. There's no like you know fantasy list. There's nothing. There's nothing for 2023 yet. Um, we have information, but we are you know kind of doing this as a before we start to make that list. You know, what do we think each person? You know, what does each person have to you know input on and kind of make a guess as to how that list will come together? So, <clears throat> not to go on a rant there, but just so everyone's clear and understands what this is. So if we mention something, for example. Or we say, you know, we don't mention something. It'll be like, oh, I can't believe you're not putting that on the list. It doesn't mean that it's not going to go on the list. And if we say something, that doesn't mean that that's going on the list. So just so you know, I just want to make sure that's clear. Anyway, Kevin, before we get into that discussion, though, let's talk about what we're smoking. I will let you go first because I am a gentleman and a scholar. And I want to bring some, some light to your day. Well, how, how about that? How about so. that? So I am smoking the new Topes Vitola Moldias that was actually inspired by the Cuban Parejo in this size. And apparently, like, talking with Miguel at the show, uh, he and John Huber felt that the Moldias blend would actually fit the size cigar like a glove, so they had to blend it. And I got to tell you, it's like I've been a fan of the Mil Diaz ever since it came out. And I mean, I got to tell you, the size is, I mean, it's firing on all cylinders. I can totally see where they're coming from. You know, it's it's really pushing the flavors, the flavors of the cigar forward. It's not overly spicy, but, you know, it definitely has some spice to it. Um, you know, a little bit of bready note and whatnot. And it's just, it, it's outstanding. Is it a contender? It very well could be. I mean, while we're here, I mean, we might as well ask. <laughs> I mean, this this would definitely, I mean, of the cigars that I have smoked this year, this would definitely rank in the top 25 of the cigars that I've smoked this year for sure, especially new cigars. The, um, sorry, I'm actually, I'm, just, I'm grabbing some information on, okay, um, on the, my I mean, I've, I mean, I've had a couple of the Mildias in certain sizes that just you know, they weren't great you know they had burn issues dry issues flavor issues they just weren't good cigars and it seems like the the shorter of the tallest seems like it's really the hit on this and it really just seems like this is the one because i can't remember what was the little one they did last year? was it the Mareva or something that was the little like petite corona that sounds about right size. yeah that thing was that thing was like holy shit good and this is right there with it it's it's distinctly different than the reg the rest of the mil diaz line i mean when you guys when these come out if you guys are a fan of mil diaz buy these yeah i was gonna say you know when it comes to crown heads i am pretty um i have a crown heads with me um as a backup i have the 2023 las calaveras um you know i when it comes to crown heads there really hasn't been anything for me to complain about. I've pretty much liked about 90 to 95% of everything that I've smoked from Crown Heads. If I had to pick a least favorite, I would agree with you on the Mildias. Um, so far, I have smoked the Lavareta that we also saw at the show this year. And it was tight and didn't really burn well for me if i'm being honest now i have to smoke a few more of them <laughs> um but our first take 
construction was subpar. Tight, didn't burn well. Um, I'm hoping it was a fluke. Um, I have more. I will smoke more. I'm not writing it off. That's my decision. Yeah, I mean, it could be. I mean, it could be a you know just a characteristic of a guy at a trade show. Because you, you loved know, it. I've, yeah, you... I smoked one and it was freaking out. I mean, my opinion of the Liberata is it very well could be. I mean, and again, you know, they had one sample that burned like a champ. I mean, they're they're burnt. They're rolled by uh, EP Carrillo, I believe. Yeah. And I mean that it was so like altogether different from anything I've ever smoked from crownheads i mean they literally kind of like took a hard left and went a completely different direction with that cigar and i had a great experience with it now granted it was one so you can't judge off of one cigar but i mean you know if i was handed that one or if i bought that at a b&m and i had that experience with it i would buy another one so you know it's a that's a good start i can't wait to actually do a deep deep dive and actually review that cigar yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, to see that review myself because, oh, excuse me, I've been drinking a lot of rum. Um, the, yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited to see that. I, I, I want to see an outside opinion. I'm going to smoke more myself, obviously, um, but I, I am excited to hear what, you know, you put down for a review on that one. Because, um, you know, it is, it was, and it was probably one of the most talked about, uh, especially released for Crown Heads, you know, releases uh, at the trade show this year. So, you know, there's a little bit of hype there, so I, I really want to see how it goes, how it performs, and how it scores, and all of that. Uh, I see Michael Herklotz is with us. Just want to shout out Mike for being here. Um, you recently reviewed uh, the Suma. Mike was I on did. with us a few weeks ago. We smoked the Suma Torpedo, and you actually reviewed the Suma Torpedo, which is at SmokingTobacco.com. You can read all about it. You can find out what kind of a score Kevin gave it. Uh, we're not going to give you. Any details, go read the review for yourself at SmokingTobacco.com. Uh, but that cigar was recently reviewed, and that's another cigar that came out. And well, actually, let me circle back to that because I want to make sure I finish our, our segment here. Uh, but as always, our cigars tonight are brought to you by TwoGuysCigars.com. That's right. That's the number two guyscigars.com. If you head over there today, you'll find an amazing selection of cigars and cigar accessories from all over the industry only at the number two guyscigars.com. Um, I am smoking... Which I don't think you can find this at the number two guys cigars.com. But I am smoking another trade show release. Something very special. This is one that I've probably I've heard almost the most. This is like in the top three cigars that I've heard the most about following PCA twenty twenty three. And that is the My Father, the Don Pepin Garcia twentieth anniversary. Um, this is my first one. I'm smoking this. And it's great. Got your DuPont over there? <laughs> It's not I, was a, a, I was giving a tribute to your baller cigar. Ah, okay. Okay. Well, I was going to say, it's funny you should mention that, because while uh, while if we're still putting some pieces in place, um, we haven't officially started, but we will be welcoming on SC DuPont as uh, some new friends of smoking tobacco. That's right. All of our cutters, lighters, and accessories are officially brought to you by SC DuPont. Be exceptional. Um, and we'll be doing more with that in the weeks to come. But I want to hear more about this cigar, Matthew. I want to hear more about it too. This cigar is fantastic. It is a six and a half by fifty Toro. 
that uses Nicaraguan Habano 2000 wrapper over Nicaraguan binder and fillers from Nicaragua, including Pelo de Oro tobacco. The cigars are rolled at My Father's Cigars SA in Esteli, Nicaragua. It does have an MSRP of $40. Now, I know when cigars start to go over like $20, $25, everyone starts to kind of just look at them as overpriced. Or You have to understand something. There are a lot of cigars out there that are north of that price point that I think don't justly deserve that price point. And I'm not going to mention any names because I don't want to get into that. But we've talked a lot about some of these brands on our other show. And I'll let you connect the dots. But um, it's not Davidoff. <laughs> so I'll, just, I'll, I'll, put it, I'll put that right there. It's not Davidoff. <laughs> um, you know, it's not United either. It's it's not Selected Tobacco. It's it's not them. But um, but you know, it's <clears throat> it, it is it is a different price point, especially on a my father cigar cigar. Um, I could see where some people might be skeptical, but you also have to remember, uh, this was a fact. This is a factory that has been putting out solid cigars using great tobaccos, uh, not just for themselves. But for other brands such as Tatuaje, um, Crowned Heads, this is made at my father. Um, Ashton's uh, La Aroma de Cuba line is made there as well as, and the San Cristobal line is made there too, right? I think they're both made I, there. I believe so, yes. Um, so remember, they make a lot of cigars for a lot of other people too. And a lot of the cigars they make, all of them, regardless if it's in-house or if it's other brand. I mean, you're talking about cigars that usually consistently perform well rate well i mean across the board and that's not easy to do um there are factory of the year for 2022 um that that being one of the reasons a lot of the releases that came out last year came out of that factory that were dynamite uh there was a handful of them on our list last year uh it, it just it just seemed like it was hard uh to 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 you know ignore that fact so um you know remember it they're putting in some good stuff this is also a very special cigar a 20-year celebration um you know it's limited production it's not going to be around forever uh there's 3900 boxes i believe for the u.s market and then there will be an el- another 1100 that will be going international uh so it's a, a, a decent amount for a limited production it's not like a thousand box production but um still it's a great cigar so far i mean i just started it this cigar isn't what i thought it would be um, and what I mean by that is a lot of the times when I smoke on my father's cigar, uh, and I actually enjoy this, you know, you get a lot of, a lot of peppery notes right off the bat, you know, especially a lot of the things with like Tatuaje, uh, a lot of strength, which I enjoy and I, and I really like, uh, and it's funny when I started this, it started off very different and, um, more medium. Not a lot of pepper, not a lot of spice up front. Just really, I don't want to, it's not mellow, but it's, it's nice. It's, it's, it's a little more earthy. It's a little sweeter, a little sweeter too. Um, and it's just, it's been very enjoyable so far. And I have to say the construction has been great. I did kind of bounce it on my ashtray and it broke my ash. But other than that, it's had a solid, even ash and burn line. Uh, the draw is fantastic. The wrapper on this is fantastic. Not too toothy, really smooth, a little bit of oil and sheen to it, uh, giving off some great smoke production. I'll tell you, I'm really excited to, f- to smoke through this whole cigar. Um, I, I, I acquired one because I wanted to try it, but this is already turning into, I need to secure a box before they're all gone. 
So that's my my early take on it thus far. That's saying a lot. I mean, initial impression is a box buying a forty dollars cigar that tells you that it's worth the forty dollars for sure. Remember, I haven't finished it. I could change my mind, but so far yeah. it's good. But initial impressions are usually they kind of usually follows that route, especially with a cigar from that factory. I mean, I can't think of anything rolled at my father that goes south as you go through it. Yeah, you know, I, I and look, I, I smoke a lot of cigars. You know, this is this is what I do every day. Um, I've gotten to a point where, you know, uh, I never make a full judgment on a few puffs. I, I, I don't do that. But you know, w- when you start smoking a cigar, you kind of you kind of feel the tone. You're like, all right, so far, I'm getting this feel. Now, remember, cigars change. Uh, mm-hmm. They can they can drop off. They can suddenly spike. They stay the same. You know. Again, that's why I said I'm not just saying like, no, it's great. I'm done. Like, but so far it's great. It's really, really well, good. Else, it's really, really good. Be different three months from now. That's true. That's true. What will age do to him? Now, this is a conundrum that I run into with Coop because there's been several cigars that I've smoked and like, wow, this is going to be a hit. And he's like, you don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, okay. And then six months later, he's like, I'm sorry, you were right. This cigar is fucking fantastic. And I'm like, yeah. See, what'd you learn? And that's happened three times. Almost four. So four. we'll see. We'll see. I don't, you know, I don't know. So, you know, Coop, shame on you, man. You gotta start. And I fucking. think we've all and I think we've all had those cigars that we loved when we initially smoked them and you smoke them like six months later, you're like, Why in the fuck did I like this thing? This is this, this sucks. Well that's funny, you know, you it, know? It's, it's interesting. I've had conversations with people who are like, you know, um, I'll use Opus X, for example. I've had people tell me, you know, I like my Opus with extra age on it. I buy a box, I smoke one, I kind of get a feel for it, and then I, le- I like to let my, boss, my box rest um, for a while, and then from time to time I'll, I'll, I'll smoke a stick and see where it's at. And I know people who are like, I like it out of the box, and once it's aged, it, it's no good to me. Um, and it's interesting because everyone's different, right? So some people like a cigar specifically to have more age. And then it has when it's new. And some people don't want age at all, and they try to just smoke them while they're fresh. Um, so that way they're right in the wheelhouse where they like them. And, again, it's all personal preference, too. There's no right or wrong answer to these, um, you know, conversations because everyone is different. You know, I don't like avocados and guacamole. I hate it. I think it's disgusting. Same with hummus. It's just not for me. But there's people out there that can't eat enough of it. And that's fine. And that's great. My wife is one of those people. She just can't get enough of like hummus and guacamole. I can't stand it. Uh, and it's the same with cigars. There's some people who love Brazilian Matafina, and there's people who are like, that's the worst tobacco that's ever been used. That's okay. You know? Taste is all subjective. It is. It is. You know, I, I, I've, we've done it as a team. There's stuff that I like that you don't like and vice versa, and there's stuff that me and you like, and Mitchell was like, I don't know. I don't really like it. Um, it happens. So again, anytime you have this discussion, just remember that it's all subjective. Don't get well, bent out of shape of, on scores. Well, that's the beauty of writing reviews too. Cause I mean, something that I could absolutely love, you might freaking hate, you know, but you know, you're not wrong because you hate it. And I'm not wrong because I love it and give it a good scores. You know, if it's everybody's palate is different and everything tastes different to everybody else, you know, that goes even for the, the, Majority of the smokers out there that are the likey no likey crew, 
you know i mean the, you know the majority of them is if it tastes good they like it if it doesn't they don't and they won't smoke it again you know and that's how it goes i'm actually a lot stricter on cigars than i let people believe and i don't know why but there's a lot of cigars out there i don't like and oh, and sometimes it's by brand sometimes it's by factory and it's not personal it's not at all, but it's like, you know, I look at it like, okay, I sit down and I smoke this brand and I smoke everything they have, and every single time, multiple times, it's like, all right, I've smoked all of their stuff multiple times, and I always get, you know, some, like there's, there's, there's brands out there that I don't know if it's the factory, I don't know if it's the, just where they get their tobacco from, the tobacco they use, how they age, how they, I don't know what it is, but there's, there's I, the, I love the people. I love the people. But the cigars are not horrible, but I'm like, I just, I don't like them. There's, there's a flavor component to them that I just don't like. And I can see how other people might love it, but it's not for me. Um, there's cigars out there that I think are just trash. I mean, I think we all know that. There are some trash out there. Um, and I don't say that to try to tear anybody down, but uh, it's true. There is there is some cigars out there that, you know, it's like, what's going on here? Um, but, you know. Yeah, we've all had dog rockets, for sure. Mm. I mean, every single one of us, anybody that smoked has always had one of those ones that you get like a third of the way into it. And you're like, Bleh. now here's, else. here's the thing with those, though. If you're paying 4 or $5 for it, that's a 4 or $5 cigar. You know, it is what it is. You know, sometimes you get like those those five-pack bundles or ten-pack bundles you get at a register or something like that. that they get, You know, like the budget bundles, you know, that are like 40 bucks, and you get like, you know, 10 cigars or whatever. And it's like, okay, like, you get what you pay for. I mean, hopefully they're... Well, yeah, they have a purpose. It's just something to keep you busy while you're out cutting the grass or working on your car or washing, you know, doing something around the house. Just It's something just to occupy your time where you're not going to want to smoke a flavorful cigar even. Well, I shouldn't say flavorful cigar, but like a premium and, you know, waste the experience when you're not going to pay attention to it. I mean... If you're cutting a lawn and you're smoking a $25 cigar, I mean, good for you. If that's the lifestyle that you lead, that's great. But if you're smoking a $4, $5, $6 cigar and you're doing stuff outside and it's not, you know, it's more like a busy work cigar, it's just, you know, and you're bitching that it's not a $20 cigar, I, mean, I think you need to reevaluate your priorities in life. Um, you got to take into account what you pay for. Now, if you're smoking a $20 cigar in a lounge or like a $40 cigar in a lounge and it is like a $5 cigar, that's a different situation. Yeah, then you got to have a legitimate <laughs> Yeah, you know, so it is what it is. Um, but no, I mean, this, like, this is not a cigar I'm going to smoke outside. This is a cigar I'm going to smoke now on the show for this purpose. Or I'm going to smoke... Like on Sunday night, when or Friday night, maybe Friday night, Friday and Saturday nights are like my good cigars night, because that's like the night when I can unwind, smoke my best stuff, I drink a lot more, and uh, you know I'm usually with people, or I'm not, right. and I just enjoy the peace and quiet, uh, and that's my time, and that, that's you know that that's those are like the nights when like I I, I I have stuff like that and I can really sit down and enjoy it. Rest of the time, you know, I smoke a lot of, you know, regular 
you know, average price point stuff. Uh, that's there's still a lot of good stuff out there for, um, and I still enjoy it. But you know, I don't, I don't want to smoke something that's you know, extra, you know, high end or extra special that I can't give the attention that it deserves, right? So I try not to do that. I try not to smoke, you know, a really ultra premium cigar while I'm on the fly doing stuff because you're not really enjoying that cigar for what it is. And I don't think that's fair. And that's not fair to the cigar and it's not fair to the people who made it. So I try not to. Well, it's not fair to you either because you're spending good money on a cigar that you're just not well, yeah. the full experience of. Because if you can't sit and actually enjoy it and, you know, if it's in a lounge or if it's on the patio with your friends or the patio with your wife, whatever, if you just can't sit and actually enjoy the experience, I mean, it's hard to justify spending that 15 to 20 bucks on a, you know, a high-end cigar. Uh-oh. Nicole has something she wants to say. Also, to piggyback on the hummus and guacamole thing, if only I had known that before I married you, it would have been a deal breaker. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think that would have... I oh, shots, shots fired. I disagree. I don't think that was she. And first of all, she did know that. So let's just, let's just clear the air. She did know about that very well in advance. She knew about that like almost from day one. So don't let her fool you. I'm going to blow up her spot because that was that was bullshit. I'm calling bullshit on that one. Um, Carl's asking about Stanza. I know about Stanza, but I don't know... In regards to what that question was about. So, um, <laughs> anyway, moving on. So, um, for sure, so far, this cigar is uh, cigar is performing well. I have to finish it before I give it a full grade, as I said. But this cigar is performing well. Other cigars. You know, Kevin, I'm going to let you go first. Give me a... Uh, we'll kind of go back and forth. We'll, we'll, we'll tennis We'll tennis this one, okay? You go one, I'll go one. You go one, I'll go one. Um, give me something else that has come out this year that's eligible that you just can't stop smoking that you're like you know what this this has to be on the list because it's it's good you know whether it's been scored or not um you know what 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 have you discovered so far that's just really rocked you i'm gonna go for one that i mean i scored it it was one of the first reviews that i did did when i joined the team and it's still a cigar that just that every time I light it, it just constantly amazes me that they can put it out, especially at the price they put it out for, and that's in the Calquat. That yeah. cigar, little that cigar, literally, there, there, there are cigars that redefine a brand, and that cigar is going to redefine the Calf. I mean, it's it is drastically different than anything they've ever done, and I'm still shocked at the price point and. You know, as I'm smoking through the box that I have, I mean, they're getting better as they age. You know, so I mean, that's, I agree. Uh, that that one's probably one of my you know wow factor cigars for this year. Yeah, you know, I have to say, I agree. Um, that cigar, I think, is going to be a turning point for the brand. I think that. Um, that cigar should get them a lot of attention this year. Um, if it doesn't, I will be surprised. Now, let me just say this. I don't want anyone to take that comment from both of us as the, the cigars that McAuliffe had on the market before that cigar came out were just trash. No. That is not what that means. The cigars that they had, especially you know their legacy brand collection... 
Um, but like the Liendas and the Herencias and all this stuff. Those are good cigars. They're made well. They perform well. They're at decent price points. Um, McAuliffe has gone through a lot of changes marketing-wise in the last few years to really, you know, repackaging, rebranding, re just a lot of that stuff um, that they've done a good job with. Um, I will admit, though, I, I just I haven't seen McAuliffe just burst with the popularity that I thought that they would have by now with what they had. And I'm like, it's interesting. Agreed. I mean, they're definitely a brand that that when you grab one of their cigars, I mean, if you go into a, a humidor at a B&M and you see their cigars and you're not real familiar with other brands that are out there, if you grab one of their cigars, it doesn't matter what the line, you know, it's going to be it's going to be a decent smoke. It's going to perform well. It's going to taste good. And it's, you know, there, there's value there. So, I mean, they are, you know. They're, they're not, there's cigars that are out there in the market. I mean, I'm like, Matt said, I'm not taking a dig at saying that their other stuff isn't good. You know, it's just that they're trying to carve out a different niche in the market. Now, the other thing that's interesting about Macau Black is the fact that the cigar they're putting out and that the quality that it perceives to be. As we've smoked it, you've reviewed it. It's a good cigar. Good quality, complex, good flavor, and I think that it performs way beyond all the other cigars they have. Again, that's not a knock, but that's just a pretty damn good cigar. And they're mm -hmm. offering it $8 for a Toro, and I, what's the Robusto? Like six and a half, seven dollars maybe? It's like I thought it was like seven bucks. I don't have it in front of me, but it was like a buck less, I think. I'm just thinking roughly if the Toro's eight, then Robusto's got to be just a little bit behind that. Um, that's a damn good price point for the cigar that you get. Now, I will tell you what Kevin rated that. It's a 91. Kevin gave that a 91. Um, and that wasn't like you know a pat on the back. I mean that was that was an earned score too. I mean. These guys have been reviewing a lot more stuff lately that will be coming out. And I can tell you, I've seen some of the scores and some of the things. I mean, they, they don't hand those out. Um, you know, so, I, you know, and I wasn't really surprised. I, I had smoked it before them, and I was like, you know, you guys are going to like this cigar. And Kevin got them and did the review and was like, yeah, no, this is great. But we've also smoked some cigars that are very similar to it in its wheelhouse that you compare it to, and they're over $10. So mm -hmm. you have to also take into consideration, not only is it such a great cigar, it scored well, and I think it's going to probably be on the list, no doubt. Um, for $8, when you put it next to a lot of the cigars that are very similar to it, you can't go wrong for $8. I mean, it's like Perdomo. You know, Perdomo is one of those um, brands where, I mean, look, to be fair... Whether you love Nick or not, I know there's a lot of people who love Nick and there's a lot of people who don't like Nick. Nick's a great guy. I love Nick. I love his family. But, look, they put in the effort, man. They really do. They make great fucking cigars. They know how to grow tobacco. And they come in at a great price point. I'll tell you, the Perdomo cigars, for what you pay, it should be a steal. I mean, those cigars should be easily a few dollars more than what they are. They're great cigars. They're always consistent. They're always rounded out perfectly. They're balanced. They're just I've never had one that ever had any construction issues. 
just mm-hmm. didn't like the flavor just flat out you know dropped off it's always been like damn this fucking cigar is amazing and you know when you're talking about cigar what's what's like the average range on Perdomo like 8 to 11 yeah 8 to 11 bucks and I mean you know I also want to point out with the Perdomos is the packaging you know they probably have some of the best packaging in industry because you walk yeah. into B&M you see their display you're like ooh what are these? Even if you've never heard of them or don't even know who they are, you see the display in the B&M and you're just drawn to it because it's just, it's, it's graphic and vibrant and it just sucks you in. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, to have that combined with a good price, I mean, that's, you know, a win-win for a manufacturer. It is. And remember, too, also remember, in that price point, packaging is factored into the price. So when you also consider how great the cigars are, then you, if anyone's ever seen the boxes that they come in, I, I'll tell you those are not the, those are I mean they're not the most expensive boxes in the business, but they're also not near the cheapest boxes in the business either. So I mean, factor all that in to what you pay and what you get out of it. That's a great mm-hmm. great value. I mean, people ask me all the time, I need cigars for a wedding. What do you recommend? And Perdomo Champagne is one of yep. the first. I've had this several, but Perdomo Champagne always is on the list. And I tell people, you know, look, you're getting a great value. You're getting a cigar that's, you know, called the Champagne. It's celebratory, you know, no-brainer right there, right? But, I mean, you're paying a great value. They're going to be great. It's great for people who don't smoke cigars. They're going to probably enjoy it. You know, because it's not a super strong blend. It's it's great for a Connecticut Shade wrapper cigar. Um, you know, people who do like cigars are probably going to be familiar with it and will probably enjoy it. Even mm-hmm. if they don't love Perdomo, they'll probably enjoy it enough because it's a good cigar. Uh, unless you're one of those like Padron snobs, who I can't stand. And Kevin, I know you know. I know. I know you know who I'm talking about. The guy who the guy who <laughs> smokes like only Padron. Or like only smokes like whatever brand, and everything. I only smoke Cubans. Oh, oh, the Cuban people! Don't even get me started. And they're like, <laughs> everything else is trash. I only smoke Cubans, and I'm like, you're just shooting yourself in the foot. But if that's what you like, that's not my business. But yeah, <laughs> I've had people, I've had people come up to me and tell me that. They bought uh, like Byron's and and stuff like that. They took a couple puffs and they threw them away. And they're like, that fucking cigar was trash. It's nothing like a Padron 1964. And I'm like, hey, you know what? That's your opinion. But I mean, that's also kind of aggressive. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and it's also true. I mean, those those are like a Padron 1964. They don't have anywhere near the the strength and body that that cigar has. I mean, they're much more refined. I mean, I think they're much more refined than that. It's more of a luxury experience. Yeah, I mean not to not to say Patron is not a luxury cigar. Don't get me wrong. There, it's it is completely. It's a completely different experience. I mean, Patron is more of a powerhouse, I think, compared to you know Byron or Atabay. They're much more of a mellow. They're a, they're a like a probably like a, a a mild even to medium strength, but you know medium to full bodied experience you know, versus you. your Patrons are medium full to full and full body experience so it's a complete and totally different cigar i'll tell you you know everyone always loves to ask the question like oh what's your favorite cigar what's your favorite cigar and i hate that question because there really is not one cigar 
there are people out there that smoke one cigar and that's what they smoke and that's fine. But for me, I just I can't I can't even like fathom. I I can't even I can't even begin to try to figure out what one cigar would be. I just I can't. There's so many great cigars out there, but I have a long list. And, you know, it, I, depending on the conversation, I might get into the list, but th- it's a list. It's not one. And Padron 1926 Maduro is high up on that list. Yeah, I it's, mean, a, it's, I mean, that's on, like, any aficionado, that's on everybody's list. I mean, that's just one of those cigars that you pick it up and you smoke it. I don't care where the hell you could be at Johnny's Cigar Depot and, you know, East New York, and if he's if they have them, it's going to be good. It doesn't matter where it's at. It's exactly, just, it's always a good cigar. Exactly, I hundred percent agree. Like someone could give me that cigar as a gift, and I will burn it down. And I'll be like, "Yeah, thank you." I just won't even be bashful. I'll be like, "Yeah, thanks." Like, no shame. I love that cigar. But I was just going to say what my beautiful wife Barbara just said. My favorite cigar is the one I'm smoking at the moment. That's, that's right. Pretty, that's pretty much the case. What's your favorite cigar? I don't know. What am I smoking right now? Yeah, this one. That's my favorite cigar right now. I swear Mitchell just likes to disagree with everything we say. He's like, I'm a 64 over 26 Padron guy. <laughs> yeah, shut up, Mitch. Mitchell, come on. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Wrong question. Right question is, you are on death row and can choose one last smoke. What's it going to be? See, I don't know. I don't know. That's a tough one. Oh, I've got one. What do you got? I would smoke the Davidoff Royale. The Royal Release? Yeah, the Royal Release Solomon. The blue, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. that was my, that was my. Uh, I mean, that was the first cigar I paid that kind of money for. <laughs> Mitchell, I only get picked on because I'm Canadian. That that is true. That is well, true. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue that fact, Mitch. Yeah, no, so. that, that that that's not the only part of it, but that's definitely a heavily weighted piece. <laughs> You're an easy target, you know? You're easy to pick up. Well, on. he doesn't fight back. Like no, ever. he doesn't. He's too polite. He's a true, in Mitchell's defense, he is a true Canadian. He's not a fake Canadian, you know? He's a, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, really enjoy that cigar. <laughs> you know, he's like one of those, like, you know, tell your folks I says hi, you know, he's. He's a good boy, you know. You can't you can't knock him for that. It's not like he's a douchebag because he's not, you know. But he doesn't fight back, so it, you know it makes it easy. Uh, every team has one, you know, and Mitchell's the guy. But you know, maybe someday, maybe someday Mitchell will snap and he'll just be like, you know what? I've sat here all these years and I've taken it and I don't care anymore. <laughs> he'll be sitting there in his wheelchair when he's like 83 years old, shaking his cane at us and be like. You guys used to pick on me when I was just a young pup in the cigar industry. <laughs> Mitchell said, sorry, eh? <laughs> yeah, see? That's what I'm talking about. Oh, uh, man. I told him the last track what we were talking about now. Me we too. Because we were picking on Mitch, and that was actually, that kind of took precedence. I mean, we can't pass up that opportunity, you know? No, you can't. And, you know, it's funny because, sorry, I'm, Losing track of my notes here already. Oh, it was Carl. He was asking if you're on death row and can only have one cigar. What cigar would you smoke? Uh, see, I I don't even know. But I, I mean, the, the 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 Davidoff row release. I mean, that was my that was my uh, prostate cancer survival cigar. Yeah. And I mean, on top of that, that was the first cigar that I actually paid that hefty price point for. Just uh, I was at a Davidoff lounge and tried one. Just 
I got to see if it's worth it. I mean, when I lit that thing, I was blown away. I'm like, holy shit, this thing is really, I mean, just what an experience that cigar is. So that would be my pick. Carl, I'm going to have to think about it. I'll circle back to you. Although, I don't know. Nah, I, let me think about it. Anyway, let me get back to adding to this this discussion on the topic at hand. Um, look, we saw a lot of great cigars come out so far this year. Uh, time for me to throw one into the ring. Now, it's kind of two here, but I'll tell you which one that I like more. And the only reason is because they're from the same brand. They're, they're very similar. It'll make sense once I reveal what they are. But I will tell you which one I actually like better. And they're both Davidoffs. So early in the year, we saw the Millennium Lancero and the Davidoff Signature Number 1, which is also pretty much a Lancero. Um, I have a box of each of those, and I thoroughly enjoy them. But if I had to pick one over the other, I'm going to say the Signature Number 1. Um, Look, I really enjoyed that cigar. I like the Davidoff signature line. It's I'm a Davidoff guy. I, I enjoy a lot of Davidoff, especially the classics, right? Um, and the signature number one, you know, I like that size. I love that. Anyone who knows me personally knows I love that size. And it performs pretty well, in my opinion, in that size. For me, I enjoy it. I, I look forward to it when I... There's been a few days where I've had one, and all day I just was like... You know, when I get home, like, that's the cigar I'm having, and, and it's never disappointed, and it's been great. Um, I've seen a lot of them around. Um, talked to a lot of people about it. Heard a lot of great things from other people about it. But for me personally, I really enjoyed it. Now, Kevin, I don't know if you have had that. My, uh, personally, I don't know if you've had the signature number Yeah, I have, a, I have a box of each as well. Oh, you do? And, yeah, and I, I'm... I'm... I agree with everything you said thus far. It's like, I like them both, but I think the signature number one just, I mean, I mean, it's just, you know, minuscule. Yes. But it's a little bit better. Yeah. It's minuscule, but like gun to my head, signature, the signature number one, like if it had to be one, that would be the one. And I think that one, I think that one has a good chance of, of rating with us high on the list to share. Um, because it, look, I mean, Davidoff, look, Davidoff is one of those brands, you know, we, and we could, break that down further but look they've been making cigars for a long time they do have great quality control they make great cigars they make a lot of cigars it's an international brand um you know when they put something out they have a high probability of being enjoyable now that's not to say that they don't make duds from time to time i've i've had plenty of discussions with people on the on the zodiac series that they do which is perhaps one of the high, most highly anticipated zodiacs that come out every year now um on some recent memory, I've heard people trash them. I've heard people praise them. Gun to that. But when it comes to, you know, the classic stuff, it's usually pretty universal um, on the discussion. But I, I really enjoyed that, and I think it's going to I think it's gonna rate well with us this year going into the end of the year. Um, it's a cigar oh, that it came out early. I want to say it came out in January. Um, so it came out nice and early. It's been out all year. Um, you know, shops continue to have them. I think... It's a limited release, but I think they did a lot of them. I think they did like fourteen thousand boxes or something like that. So like they, they still sold out pretty quick though, because I remember like the the Lanceros came out in January. I think like what you're talking about. Cause yeah. I remember being in Florida for the Great Smoke. I had trouble actually finding a box of those. 
and then the signature number ones came out what like april may maybe no so signature number one came out january 23rd and i believe millennium lancero came out april okay so i have it backwards than the ones that i yeah that i had trouble getting okay mm-hmm. got it because i know one of them that i had trouble i had trouble finding when i was in, in florida for the great smoke but managed to score a box on us down there and then the other one as soon as it landed i got ordered a box yeah and i, and I might even still buy a, a couple more boxes of those if i can find them before they're really really gone because <clears throat> uh, they're great and they're great to have on hand because davidoff's just one of those davidoff's one of the brands that um it's one of like six brands that it doesn't matter what kind of mood I'm like, because I've talked about this before. I go through phases where like certain tobaccos and certain blends for certain periods of time. And then I just need a change. And then I'm like, I go through, you know, a certain set of stuff, but Davidoff and like several other brands are one of those brands that are to me, regardless of whatever kind of trend I'm in or whatever, I can always go back to them and I always enjoy them. And they're always something that I'm like, you know what? I just, I just need, I need one of these or I need, you know, um, there's certain Arturo Fuentes, Coraline stuff. I'm not even talking about Opus. Like, mm-hmm. There's Coraline Fuente stuff that are like always go-tos for me. There's stuff from LFD that I always circle back to at certain points. And I'm like, oh, shit, like I needed this. Um, you know, it's brands like those that are kind of always timeless for me. And, again, I mean, that signature number one is one of those cigars that I need to stock up on because I know that as time goes on, I'm going to be thinking about it, you know, and like, oh, I need that. Oh, I need that. <laughs> <laughs> just one of those go-tos for me, and it, it's 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 really, it's, uh, it's I don't want to say it surprised me, but it's it's just something I've I've enjoyed, lived up to the hype, and I've gotten really into. So uh, that's one for me that I would definitely contribute to the list. But give me another one on your end that uh, you're really excited about. I actually have one question before I go there. As we're yeah. talking about Davidoff, have you tried the um, 10th anniversary Nicaraguan yet? No. Um, I, mean, I, I have yet to get my hands on that. I um I will be acquiring those uh just with the last several weeks with the baby I just haven't really had time to go and order all so like from time to time I'll go through and I'll order a bunch of stuff um that I need to try or you know people send us stuff to try um and it's on my list to acquire and I haven't yet but I will um because I do I do enjoy um the original Nicaragua um great cigar actually i think last time i had one i think it was with you um if i remember correctly uh so yeah the 10th yeah i'm definitely eager to try that one you and me you and me both that's one that i definitely want to try and get my hands on before they disappear from existence because the nicaragua is one of my favorite davidoffs so i mean the 10th anniversary you know it's got to be good it just has to be well you know not that, not that I'm saying it's going to be bad, but you never know. Some, sometimes you have that mentality like, well, this one was good, so this one has to be. And then sometimes that whatever that is, it might let you down because I think you go into it thinking like, oh, well, you're thinking about the, the original. You're thinking about like a sister blend or whatever. And you're like, oh, like this can't let me down. And then you go into it and it's not even that it's a bad cigar, but I think mentally you already anticipate a certain flavor or whatever that is your experience. And you're so it's so off that you almost feel let down, but not even because it was yeah, bad. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. 
So it's almost like, hmm, like you yeah, say I've that. Yeah, those situations where, you know, you have such high expectations and it's just like, well, you know, it's like, well, I was kind of expected or even a situation where, you know, you, you maybe don't really quite know what to expect, but you just know it's not what you're getting. Right. So it's like that's and that's disappointing, especially on a, you know, a $38 cigar. So, but, uh, but yeah, give me, uh, give me another one that you got cranking on your list. I am going to go with the Aganorsa Leaf Anniversario Connecticut. Oh, I have not had that one yet. That was one, um, I, I found a retailer that actually, that, that, sent me a, a thing to get a discount on a box and I ordered a box right away and just the first one I lit it was just like I mean I'm an Aganorsa fanboy to begin with I mean I love Terrace but, do you validate? I, mean, there's, I validate okay. yeah, it means you know you got the Aganorsa flex and the, the, the whole nine yards but I mean that whole line the Anniversario line you know from the original Anniversario the Anniversario Maduro I mean just they haven't missed and this thing i was blown away as soon as i lit it you know it was one of those ones that just hit me it's like wow this is going to be good and they just developed all the way through and very memorable connecticut for sure so right off the bat <coughs> let me just take a pause here not on what you're saying but let me go on a, on a slight skewed tangent alternate 1985 for those who catch the reference um, Kevin, you're old enough that I know you definitely know that. See, this is what happens. You leave the door open, and I'm going to come inside. You did it to yourself. Um, so I, I'm thinking about some of the other cigars that I'm going to mention, if you don't mention them first. And I'm thinking uh -huh. about what you mentioned, what I've already mentioned. And I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a bold, I'm going to make a bold prediction here, Cotton. This could be the year of the Connecticut. And I say that for a lot of reasons that I don't even think I have a complete time for. And not even just for us, but like with a couple other media people who I speak with and I see how they have been reading some things and things that they tell me. This, uh, this could be a light wrapper year. I agree 100%. 100% agree with that because that seems to be where everybody, I shouldn't say everybody, but there seems to be a lot of focus on Connecticut rappers. I, a lot of focus. But not only that, but there's, there's been a good amount of good ones too. I mean, people can mm -hmm. make a Connecticut shade. Um, it doesn't mean it's going to be great, but there's been some good ones. So you mentioned that, right? And I'll tell you what my next one is. We'll go right into it because now here we are. Okay. Gurkha Ghost Connecticut. I thought it was great. I smoked it. I think Mitchell smoked it too. Can't remember. I loved it. I thought it was good. Now, let me just say this. And again, I feel like I'm one of the only people that like sticks up for them. I don't know why. But um, look, and it's not because of Kevin's backdrop either. Um but look, I mean, I know that <laughs> oh, we've talked about this before. You know, I know that in the past, Gurkha's had some, some stuff come out that hasn't been great. They've, and Juan has addressed this issue multiple times on our show. 
you know, they used to license out the name to other people to use to make cigars that were not overseen by Gurkha, that were not great, uh, which they don't do anymore. But when you look at, and I saw like, you know, because the story went out earlier this week um, that they were discontinuing a couple of lines. And I, I got feedback people being like, oh, like just shitting on Gurkha. And I'm like, well, you know, to be fair, I mean, they've had some core line stuff that's come out in the last couple of years that has been good. The Revenant line has been great. The Gurkha Ghost Connecticut. I mean, I think the whole entire Ghost line is good. The, the Ghost Gold has always been a favorite Gurkha of mine. Um, I'm a know, fan of Ghost Angel. You know, yeah, that's that's another good one. Um, but the Gurkha Ghost Connecticut, I liked. Now, I don't know if you did, and it's okay if you didn't. You can say you, you disagree. That's fine. That's, you know, that's part of this conversation. But for me, I really liked it. And again, there's another Connecticut Shade cigar that came out that I got a lot of publicity. I've heard a lot from other people about, and I liked it. And I could see it. I could see it performing well. Um, whether it does or not, that's different. Like I said, we're not there yet, but right now I've, I've smoked probably a dozen of those already this year. Uh, really, just really enjoyed it. Another Connecticut cigar. And I have another one that I'm going to save because I want to just fire them all off at once. So, <laughs> but again, I, I'm, I'm already picking up a trend here. And, and this isn't something that I've just noticed now on the show that we've been live. This is something I've already been thinking about for several weeks. And, you know, looking at what's out there, looking at what I like, looking at what other people like and what other people are talking about. And I'm not just looking at smoke and tobacco. I am. But I also look at, like, what are some of, like, our competitors, you know, talking about. And I think a lot of people are on this on this similar train of thought from the people I talk to. Well, yeah, it seems like that's definitely a target for sure. I mean, like, I think back, you know, to where you're starting to see some of, like, the amped up Connecticut's, like, you know, like Espinosa Crema. You know, that's one of the like the first ones that I can remember that was just like, holy shit, that. this is a this is a Connecticut, really, you know, because it has all the Connecticut flavor profiles and everything, but it's just it has the it has the power, and it has a little bit more strength to it, and then it amps the body and the complexity up, so you have you know instead of having that mild mild to medium body and complexity that a lot of the original style Connecticut's have now you have this medium full to almost full body of body and complexity that just it pushes those flavors through and it's just you know you can really enjoy what a Connecticut leaf has to offer yeah you know it's funny um yeah, we have a comment here uh from Texas Taurus I'm scared to try a Gurkha look Thank you for watching the show. I don't recognize you. I don't think you've watched the show before. So thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. Um, but look, if I can give you something out of this show, do your, don't do me the favor. Do yourself a favor. Try, try, one. try one. Try one of the ghosts. In fact, you know what? Buy one of each. And buy the Revenant. And even try the Grand Age 2. Grand Age 2 is like, I think, $6 a cigar. And... It's not look. It's not a twenty-five dollars cigar, but for what it is, it performs really good. For what it is, um, I don't know if that one's gonna make the list, but the Ghost Connecticut right now for me is 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 one that I really really like. But do you, try it. If you don't like it, you don't like it. But at least give those ones a fair shot because I think that I don't know. 
you know what you've heard or maybe we've tried other things at least try those and if you still don't like it then that's well, fair. you gotta give it a give it a try don't let other people's opinion influence yours you know i mean you know if if you know bobby and tommy bust on gurkha and hate them but you love them so what you know now you have a cigar that you love that you know that those two guys aren't going to smoke so when you go to the p&m there'll be more for you to buy so it doesn't it doesn't matter yes 100 percent, i agree um, numero numero uno carl yes carl's a smart guy <laughs> let me tell you something carl's a smart guy he knows what he's talking about tell you he, he really does i really I, you know I, he's been watching every week now and I'm, I'm really happy to see him here with us all the time because he, he does he makes first of all he makes great comments and uh he, he says some good things and uh i usually agree with what he has to say so yeah thank, Hoya, thank has you, kicked, Hoya has kicked ass with the connecticut's i mean with the antonio ct and the numero uno holy shit those are both outstanding connecticut's and one of the cigars that i'm going to mention tonight is a hoya de nicaragua so you know, yeah, who, who don't who don't know that? So is it my turn? <laughs> it's your turn. <laughs> and you know what? I'm actually going to stick with the Connecticut line. Oh, because this, this is another one that when I lit it, lit it at the show, it was just one of those ones that was wow, really. Does I mean it was just it had a it had a hyped up story behind it? I guess as far as the the story behind the wrapper, because it has a Desflorado shade grown wrapper and i guess desperado is they pick the flower off before as as this as soon as the tobacco grows and it gets the flower they pick the flower off before and let the plant mature yeah so it lets it get more nutrients so this one is the sinistro connecticut last the can uh, what is it? it is mr desperado it is a shade grown desperado wrapper from Sinistro Cigars. And holy cow, it's spicy and peppery and the whole nine yards, but it is mellow. You know, it's one of those cigars that you can smoke on an empty stomach first thing in the morning, but yet it has the power to literally punch everything. I mean, you can drink it with a straight espresso and it's going to hold up. Or smoke it while drinking a straight espresso and it's going to hold up. I mean, it was, dude, it blew me away. Yeah, I haven't had that one. I haven't had that one, but I'll have to try that one out because you should have one in your bag. And it, I, I was blown away because it's like, you know, I I know Coleman and James, and it's like he was explaining this story when I did the interview, and it's like, okay, I get it and I understand it. And wow, is all I can say. That's definitely one you definitely got to try. Yeah, I, I'll put that on my list to try. Um, there's there's still a couple of things that I have to try before the end of the year. Um, so that's definitely on the list, um, and that's that's. I mean, I've I've had some Sinistro stuff before, um, and I've really enjoyed it. I, it's one of those brands that you know I, I see them you know, doing what they're doing, and um, I I'll be honest, I forgot about them from time to time, um, but I remember the first time I had, I had someone gave me like a, a small assortment of very different things that they make. And um, I remember smoking a lot of it and being like, wow, well, who is this? What, what brand is this? And just being impressed with it just in general. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to try that. Um, it's funny. You actually haven't – I don't think you've actually mentioned that one to me before. So this is this is new information. So I have to definitely check that out. 
Oh, yeah, you did, and I forgot. This is definitely going to be on my list. I mean, I mentioned it at the show, and I've actually managed to score a couple additional ones since the show. And I mean, they're they're ones that I will definitely keep in my rotation. Yeah, well, I'm going to check that out. I'm going to check that out. Um, I have another Connecticut, but just for the sake of breaking it up, I'm going to pause, and I'll mention it after. Um, my next cigar is going to be the Hoya de Nicaragua Cinco de Cinco, uh, which celebrates 55 years. Sorry, Nicole was texting me about something, and I just want to make sure it wasn't show-related, but it's not. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah, the Cinco de Cinco. It celebrates their 55 years. Um, I don't know... I don't know if it's landed yet. I can't remember off the top of my head. I don't know if you know. I don't think it. I don't think it's landed yet. I don't think it has, but it. I. I want to say, and I don't want to like really dig deep on the show. I want to say it's scheduled to come out in time for the deadline, which is. Uh, I think it's an October release. Yeah, um, our deadline is October thirty first, Halloween. It has to be out on store shelves by that date to be eligible for the current year. Anything after that gets pushed to the following year. Um, but yeah, provided that one does land in time, I've already smoked it, you know, because I've gotten several samples from Hoya de Nicaragua. Um, it was really good. It was really, really good. And uh, I'm a Hoya guy. I, I enjoy a lot of what they make. You know, Carl, you know, mentioned, you know, numero uno. <laughs> Arguably one of the best cigars that they make. Um, you know, you get the Antonio line, which is a fantastic line. Um, but yeah, that that Cinco de Cinco is a great cigar, and when it does come out, you should definitely try it. Now, not a Connecticut shade, definitely darker. I don't know the, the exact blend off the top of my head, but it's you know it's it's a darker cigar. It has a little more strength to it, but it's good. A lot of flavor, not too overpowering, uh, and really enjoyed it all the way through. Really enjoyed it, and I don't know if you guys got any of those. If you tried them yet, but um, no, somebody was somebody was uh, greedy with that one and didn't share. Who to whom are you referring? The guy that I'm looking at in the Hawaiian shirt. Right uh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Everyone, everyone had, everyone had, you know, their opportunity. Everything was all. Spread I did out. not even see that one in the grab pile. Well, you should have said something to me because I would have made sure that that changed. And I think I still have some. And if I do, I'll get them to you. Yeah, that's definitely a cigar because, I mean, I know you and Coop were both crazy about that one. So that's actually one that I definitely yeah. want to try. I don't want to speak for Coop, but I know Coop, Coop did let, he did enjoy that cigar. So that's, that's another one for me um, that has been a good one so far. Let's take a break real quick. Let's do our news segment. And then... Uh, after the news, you're up. You're next. So okay, we're already we're already an hour and sixteen. This this show's going by fast. Yeah, we're um, rocking and rolling. We are, man. Our news is once again brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars, the new featuring the new McAuliffe Black, rated 91 by that guy over there on SmokingTobacco.com. Head over there and read the review. Find out why he gave it that score. And while you're at it, in the comments I pinned, uh, we're doing a McAuliffe giveaway for a box of the McAuliffe Black Toros that Kevin rated. Um, and the winner will be selected and announced this Saturday night. Uh, me, Kevin, and Coop will all be together for Spare Note Series. Mark your calendars Saturday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. 
Winner will be announced, but don't forget to check out the link. You still have time to get in on it and possibly win. McAuliffe Black, it's a blackout. So this week, um, somewhat of a slower news week as a general. Um, one of the things I'm going to highlight was the Tatuahi Anarchy NFTs ended. Uh, the last one sold for $82,001. Um, in a nutshell, you know, they sold to for the, the cumulative total, and I have to, I'll have it right here in a second. So they sold for $503,461 total. Now, that was, keep in mind, that was only for six because the seventh one, Abe did not auction off. He kept that one for smoke in. So this is out of six that were technically available for sale. LFD did 614, 742, I'm guessing at that. But it was 614,007 something, I believe, last year. So, um, you know, just comparing th those two uh, because of how similar they are, um, you know, it did less. Uh, bidding kind of followed a similar pattern, not quite first one went super high the next one went on the lower side it was the lowest one and then they kind of picked back up and they were kind of steady from there um but you know i've already seen a couple of people who have them already offering them on their their websites because some of the people who have them are um owners of the lfd nft um so they already kind of had their systems in place and they've already started to offer pre-sales and stuff on it i saw uh alex martinez owner of main street cigars and unicornsmokes.com uh, already has it up there, and he's also offering the uh, utility package, which was like the artwork and the lighter and the cutter and the ashtray and all that stuff. All in the uh, and, and the humidor. I don't know if the humidor is included, but all that stuff. I know he's offering for forty thousand dollars for NFTs two and six um, that they have. So, um, which is very interesting. I don't know, Kevin. I don't know how much you followed the Tatuaje NFT stuff, but um, I followed it again pretty intensively and uh it was interesting to say the least yeah we'll we'll, we'll leave it as interesting and just kind of drop the discussion there oh okay all right moving on <laughs> moving on um <coughs> excuse me sorry i cough kind of snuck out of me uh and then as i mentioned earlier in the show i'll just read this one off really quickly uh, Gurkha announced that two of its regular production lines will soon be discontinued. The San Miguel and the Trenta products have hit the chopping block in effort to make room in the portfolio for further growth. Um, this is not something that's, you know, rare or odd to see. You know, brands cut stuff from time to time. Um, you know, like I said, there's been some, there's some new additions to the brand that I think are great. And uh, seeing them maybe cut some stuff that's not performing to make you know room to really push those brands i think it's great because they have some stuff that they've put out as i've said that's been pretty awesome and hopefully they can t they can continue to uh, build on that so that's going to be our news for the week once again brought to you by mccallif cigars mccallif black it's a blackout um all right so back to the discussion it is your turn you can throw another one in there and then i will go and then we'll uh, we'll kind of go from there and, they got, and then i have like one other thing that i want to do before we end the show Right on. I'm going to switch gears a little bit, and I'm going to go with a uh, Mexican San Andres wrap cigar. Oh, that okay. was another one that was a complete and total surprise. You know, the first time I lit it is the uh, Partagas Valley Verde. Oh, uh, okay. You know, from our from our friends over at General Cigar. Yep. Forged is I believe that is under the Forged brand, if I'm not mistaken. I think it is. Yeah. Um. 
I mean, I've had I've had particles that were kind of like hit and miss. It's like you know, some of them are okay, some of them, eh, you know, not so great. Smoked a couple of these and have really been impressed. I mean, it is a Mexican San Andres wrapper over a uh, a uh, believe, if I'm not mistaken, is a Cameroon binder, and it's a well-aged Cameroon binder. So it's just a it's like two of my favorite leaves wrapper binder and just wow yeah you know i mean it's not i'm not, I'm not gonna say i'm not gonna say it's a toe curl it is just a damn good cigar that's a term that you like to use a lot toe curler i like that a lot of times i'll ask you about a cigar or we'll talk about a cigar that gets a certain score and you'll be like i mean unless it curls my toes it ain't getting over you know whatever i like that i always it's funny well, you know, I mean, if ninety plus, it's got to be almost like orgasmic. So, but that is that, that what you would? Curling. Is that is that like the the sensation? That, as our friend, as the, our friend Matt would say, is that the sensation? That's the, that's the sensation. Okay. I mean, that might even be more intense when shared with our good friend Matt Booth, but you know, <laughs> that's not that that, that, that we don't even want to like take that right turn and head down that alleyway. It's funny you should say Matt Booth because a cigar that is out, that's now a regular production, it's also Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Yeah, how did I know you were going to say this one? The Johnny Tobacco Knot. That is a cigar that I really enjoy. And I had the the new formats that there's a Toro and a Robusto that will be in boxes of 20. And then the Perfecto that he did last year as a limited release, uh, I believe, is still going to be. No, that's going to be. Can't remember if that that's one's. A, that's a Club Humidor special, isn't it? No, I think I that's that. isn't, isn't that still exclusive to Club Humidor? No, because Luxury Cigar. No, Luxury Cigar Club had it too. That's that's what I meant, Luxury Cigar Club. But no, he they had it at the booth. I think that's going to be. I don't know if that's going to be limited, but it'll be continuous. And I know the Toro and the Robusto; those are those are twenty count boxes. They're regular production stuff. You can buy them all the time. Um, I don't know about the Perfectos, but you know, we went to the show. We saw that he had them there, and you know, now I, I know that they're on shelves now. That was a great cigar. I I have to I have to admit I. So for those who didn't go to the trade show, um, at the Forged booth, the what they did is they had you know different little sections for each brand. Um, into the Forge portfolio, and then whatever they were highlighting. And then they had, like, a basket um, underneath, and it was just full of samples. And they would just open to grab. And I love Matt, so, you know, I was in and out of that booth a lot, just shooting the shit with my friend Matt about business and personal stuff. And I'm not going to lie. Every time I walked in the booth, I took two more, and I smoked them at the show because I was like, these are fucking good. I'm not gonna lie, uh, I don't normally do that, but they were there in in in, in high quality and high quantities. So I'm like, I mean, they're great. Why not? You know, they're there, so <laughs> they're great. And I I tell you, I I have I have more, and uh, I really enjoyed it. That's another one that I'm like, wow, this I don't know what it is, but there's another one on the list. And I know I think you've had it, right? Yeah, I mean the the what is it? The, is it the Jonathan P. Tobacco Nut? That's right, Jonathan yeah. P. Yeah, that is just, it's, I mean, it's 
I mean, it's classic boofy goodness to begin with, but I mean, that is another one of those ones that's just where are people coming up with these Connecticut's? I know. I know. And I'm like, see, the trend continues. It continues. All right, so now it's your turn. Give me another one. Let's see if it. Let's see if you go Connecticut or if you're trying to stay away from Connecticut. I'm curious to see what you got. We'll kind of try and steer steer a little bit, little bit different. Um, I got one more. I can. I'll. I'll, t- I'll be honest. I have like one uh, more Connecticut. Are, are, we, are we gonna? Are we gonna make this our, our last one? Yeah. So, I think mine. And this would be for from uh, somebody, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, this was their first PCA trade show, and it was from uh, um, and Young. Oh yes, yes. And the sad part is, it's like I still want to try this cigar with their whiskey, which when I was in Ohio, I saw the whiskey there, and I just I passed on it and didn't bring it back. And I'll be back in the I'll be back in December, so I'll grab it then. But the um, um, the Operation Gothic Serpent 30th anniversary, and it actually, as I'm looking here, it actually um, commemorates the operation that was represented in the movie Black Hawk Down. That's right. And holy crap, what a good cigar! I mean, it's just it's just one of those ones that I mean, I can't really think any one aspect of it that's like stand out but it was just it was good from start to finish and it developed all the way through which you know as a reviewer and you know cigar aficionado that's i mean one of my demand thing you know one of one of my demands is the cigar has to start off good if it starts off good and develops and gets better all the way through to when i'm done with it that cigar more than likely is going to score well because that's just an aspect and a characteristic that I look for. You know, that is, that is a brand that I've heard a lot about. Um, I know a lot of people both in the industry as well as the general consumer outside of the industry. Um, I've heard people talking about that brand as a whole a lot this year. Um, and to be honest with you, I didn't really know the full story until just before the trade show. And then when I did, I was like, oh, wow. I didn't realize, like, you know, who it was. And um, and then we went. I didn't until we were doing the interview. <laughs> I, I knew about it, like, right right before, like, in June, I found out. And I was like, oh, shit, really? I, I didn't know. And I, it was Carney who told me. Um, and Carney actually is from a town in Maine, Lincoln, Maine where one of the guys on that operation was from, uh, who I think died, if I remember correctly. And I'm trying to remember what he was saying, because something about he, I remember him saying he want, he personally wanted to buy some of those when they came out, because one of the guys on that mission was from his town, and there's a memorial for him in town. And I think he knows some of his family, too. If I remember, if I, I could be wrong. I think, I think, I think that's the story. Um, that's when I first heard, like, you know, really who they were. Um, but even since then, and outside of that, I've heard a lot about that brand all year. And they've seemed to have really gotten some exposure and really get their name out there. You know, regardless of, like, the cigars being good or whatever, just in general. Um, excited to see where that brand goes. I really am. I've heard a lot of people talking about it, seeing people smoking it. 
and just really curious to see how it goes. And honestly, I, I really hope for the best for them. Um, they got a great story. I think part of having a successful brand, I mean, it's not the only thing you need and it doesn't make your success a guarantee, but having a good story to tell, um, having some meaning behind what you do, um, and, and sharing that with people is, you know, why, you know, mm-hmm. you know, why you do what you do. Right. And I, I really wish them the best. And, um, it sounds to me like they're off to a great start. So I, congrats to them. But, uh, yeah, that, that cigar, that wouldn't surprise me either. Yeah, it's definitely a brand you want to put support in. And, you know, I mean, to your point, you know, if you have a good story, as long as you have a good product to back up the story, it's the chances are you're going to be pretty successful. If you have a good story and the product is kind of, you know, then, you know, good luck. But, you know, I think in this case, they have a solid product behind the just fascinating story. You know, part of it is, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, how a movie was made to, tell the true story so it was it was just crazy hearing that during the interview i was like holy shit really yeah it's like really you're really there wow yeah and it's an incredible story too i mean especially anyone who's seen the movie i mean yeah that's uh that's that's an impressive story um but yeah no i i would agree i i wouldn't be shocked to see that one performing well too so what does mr sherman what does c sherman here say jack carr the guy that wrote the terminal list took joe rogan a box at his podcast probably got them some buzz that's actually pretty cool because i know you know um you know he was really big i know uh rogan is really big with nick malolo with foundation correct yep that's actually that's actually kind of cool yeah Rogan's a big cigar guy, so yeah, that's that is huge. I mean, that's I mean, if you're gonna get some publicity on a cigar, that's definitely a good place to go. Um, yes, it is. <laughs> so that uh, and 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 now that he said that, I'm thinking back, and I think I do remember seeing something about that being posted on social media. Um, so yeah, I mean that that does help too. Um, but I got one more, and it'll be the last one that we'll list. Actually, let's 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 both go one more because I have one that I have to talk about. Okay, I got one more. You go one more, and then I have an email um, that I'm going to read. Someone had, had written to us, and uh, you can write to us too. Um, my last one. Now, this cigar hasn't landed yet. I think it lands in the fall. I don't remember off the top of my head when. I don't know if it's eligible. It depends on when it I can't remember exactly when it lands, but it's in the fall, so it might be eligible, but I'm not sure. But one that I anticipate being successful and I think once I start to say who it is I think you'll kind of put the pieces together um, one of the cigars that was highly anticipated to be seen at the show this year um, that was actually supposed to be shown last year uh, but was delayed because of packaging reasons was the new Perdomo 30th anniversary um, in the classic Perdomo format it is being released in a Connecticut shade a Sun Grown and a Maduro now I have had the opportunity as well as I think you've had one or two. Mitchell's had one or two. Um, and I've had one of each of the three. They're all great. It's Perdomo. Once again, great job. Um, but, and anyone who knows me knows I'm really big on Perdomo sungrown stuff. I've said it publicly for years. I really love the sun-grown stuff. When the 10th anniversary sun-grown Maduros came out, I actually liked the Maduro slightly better. 
I was like, wow, that's a good Maduro. And I picked that one over the 10 Sungrown. This time, again, they're all great, in my opinion. But to me, I think the Connecticut, the 30th anniversary Connecticut, is the one that stands out the most to me. And Nick was on the show back in July, mm -hmm. I think. Uh, Nick was on the show back in July, and we smoked them. And I smoked that one, and I think I smoked the Maduro after. And, uh, yeah, and I'll tell you, that that one is, is one for me. I think they're all going to perform well, and I think I wouldn't be surprised if each one of them ranked high individually across different platforms. But that Connecticut was the one that stood out for me. Uh, and, again, there's another Connecticut that I was like, damn, there's another one, and it's good. And it's on that trend. And that's my last one. And, again, I don't know exactly when it lands off the top of my head. I want to say October, maybe November. If it's November, it's probably going to be out. But if it gets in by October, uh, it could be eligible. So Yeah, the only direct, the only thing I've seen on it is that it lands in the fall. I haven't seen any specific date ranges as of yet. So I've smoked a Maduro. And, I mean, you know, again, to your point, you know, what a great cigar. Hmm. You know, definitely, you know, just, you know, it's a Perdomo. It's so you know it's going to be good before you ever even light it. So I'm, I'll am i be excited to try the Connecticut and the Sun Grown. Just kind of like you with the 10th anniversary, the Sun Grown and the Maduro, I think I might, I kind of leaned towards the Maduro and that as well as my favorite. Yeah. But it's a, it, almost, it was almost more specific. I mean, there was times that, you know, I grabbed the Sun Grown, okay, well, this one's the great one. And I grabbed the Maduro, okay, well, this one's better. And it's just, you know, it's 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 funny how that goes and how your mood dictates what you like. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, they're, they're very evenly matched. And, you know, again, with Perdomo, it's very consistent. So even though there's different wrapper variety, at the core, you know, they're all great. You know, they all performed well. Uh, they all individually have their own characteristics that make them great. Uh, even if they're from like the same line, um, mm -hmm. but the 30th line as a whole, I'm going to make another bold prediction and I'm going to say, um, this could be the best cigar that Perdomo's ever made. Um, now the masses, when it does reach retail stores, cause it is not available yet, but when it does get out there, it'll be up for them, those people to decide because either they're going to buy them or they're right. not. But to me, Right now, I think the 30th is the best cigar that they've made. Um, and they've made some great cigars. Yes, but, they have. But that 30th really impressed me. Really impressed me, I have to say. Yeah, the BSV um, line was really good. Oh, man. That is, that is, no, that is, that is no, longer, no longer with us. But that's one of the ones that's like the last time we were in Florida, they had a sampler pack that had – that had one of each of those in there. It's like, yeah, <laughs> gimme, gimme, gimme. I told Nick, you know, I, like, I, Nick I was like, Nick, you got to bring back that ESV, man. I, I mean, I bought, when those came out a couple years ago, uh, two guys, two guys cigars had them. You know, they were a big Perdomo retailer. And I, I bought boxes, boxes. Well, so did I. I got the sampler box that had 10 of each. Mm -hmm. You know, it had, had 10 of the Sun Grown, the 10 of Connecticut, 10 of the Maduro. And I mean, we went through those like way faster than I would have liked. I mean, typically a cigar like that, I'll save some. Yeah. We didn't save any. Yeah. I bought boxes of those and I smoked every single one of them. I don't, I, I remember a few months ago, I remember going through 
And I was like, I gotta have like one kicking around somewhere. Like, there's gotta be one left. There's gotta be one left. And I spent like an hour going through our inventory, and I, I was like, no, they're gone. I'm like, shit. I try so hard when I have cigars like that. It's like you try so hard to save one or two just for that special occasion, but then it's just like, when you pick it up, it's like, eh, am I gonna smoke it? No, I put it. No, okay, I want to smoke it, and then they're gone, and you can't get them again. So, I know. I get I know. it. It was so good, and I, I hope that one makes it. And Nick, I think, hinted that you know you could see it again. I don't think it's gone permanently, but and I was like, Nick, bring it back, please. Um, but I think right now, obviously, and, and the Perdomos are not people to just keep dumping stuff out. No. Know? So yeah, right now, they're focused on the 30th anniversary, as it should be. So maybe in a year or two, maybe they bring that back. I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully. That would be, that would be sweet. You know, that would definitely be one that I would – definitely be on for box buys multiple box buys if it comes back because i don't want to miss it again um but that's my last one that's my last one so uh you said you got one more and then i have an email that i want to read yep i have one more and i gotta definitely just shout out i mean there was there was an experience that that tied to this i mean it was my my latest review and i mean it's just a shout out to my my, uh, to our good buddy Michael Herquatz. Oh yes, the uh, Ferriotego Suma. Oh yes. So this is the the first Coraline from the Ferriotego because they had the the limited edition Elegancia and Generoso. Yep. And then we have Suma that is you know uh, I believe it's uh, Ecuador and Corojo over a, a Sumatra binder if I'm not mistaken. Um, that is Coraline, but. You know, I, like my wife Barb and I, we were, we were visiting family in Ohio, and we saw that Michael was having an event, you know, that was about an hour away. So we hopped in the car and drove out, and we walked in, and we see Michael, and he turns around, and he's like, holy shit, what the hell are you guys doing here? You know, and we explained the story, so we actually got to sit down. So I got to experience the cigar in a size that, that I normally don't smoke, and you know, it wasn't wasn't in for the review, wasn't in for, you know, anything other than just to sit and smoke with Michael and have the experience. And if you're a wine drinker, this cigar is probably one of the best, like, wine-pairing cigars that I've tried. He suggested we try it with a, with a uh, Pinot Noir, and it was a, uh, a Pinot Noir from Chile. Mm. He says, you know, it's extremely fruit-forward. And we smoked the Gordo and just, holy cow, just, it, it was the, the whole, you know, that's where, where experience, you know, the, the atmosphere and experience, I think, dictates your, your experience with the cigar and sometimes has an impact on how much you enjoy it. And just that experience of being able to sit and talk, I mean, he was there, Tony Bellotto from La Barba Cigars was there. So we just got to sit and, you know, have a great conversation with those guys, have a couple of nice glasses of wine you know, smoke a cigar that, you know, outside my comfort zone ring gauge wise, and just the entire experience was just outstanding. You know, and that goes back to, you know, earlier in the show, you know, Matt was talking about, you know, the, the $20 cigars and the $40 cigars. And, you know, a lot of people are getting flack over, you know, the $20 price point, you know, how do you justify a $20 price point? You know, is it, is it worth it? Or, you know, 
you're going to be disappointed. I mean, the only thing I can really say about Suma and even the Elegance and Generoso is that these cigars, I mean, you know, I've smoked cigars at double the price point that don't have the experience. So I look at it as you're paying $20 for a $40 luxury smoking experience. And it's definitely something you don't want to miss. I agree. And, I, and it's funny. I had the first one, I, I've had a couple of them. The first one I had didn't really perform well. And the taste was off. And I got worried. And I was like, oh, man. I was a little disappointed. Um, and then I got a few more of them. And I smoked two more now since one of them on the show with Mike. Um, and they did, they did come around. I don't know if that one, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but the, the two I had after were very different. Um, and they were a lot better. And I was like, okay, this is what I, this is what I was expecting. Um, and I agree. And, you know, Mike has done a great job with Ferry Otego, you know, bringing his legacy brands over with, uh, Timeless and Metropolitan. And, you know, making sure that those have stayed consistent and all that. But also, you know, launching new stuff under the Ferio Table mm-hmm. name. And he's done a great job of that so far. And he's really he's really carved out a path with it. And he's really set the tone with it. And I think that he's justified his price point with it. Um, in the beginning, you know, there was a lot of skepticism over it. You know, um, but having smoked all three of those... Uh, Ferry Otegos, I mean, they, they kind of live up to their hype. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think for sure. Um, and the Sumo was great. And I'm excited to see uh, how that how that shakes out at the end of the year with that cigar. I'm curious to see, you know, does it land where it lands? Um, because, uh, no, it was good. And, and it's available in and how many? It's like four sizes, right? Four, four sizes. I smoked three of them. And, I mean, it, it definitely, it's different. And all three sizes, you know, for sure. I mean, it's one of those ones that, you know, if you have the opportunity to get them, I know 20 bucks is, you know, it's a lot of money for some people to pay for a cigar. You know, my recommendation, you know, try one, see what you think. If it's into your wheelhouse, you know, try the other sizes because they're all, I mean, the three that I smoked were all good. They all three tasted slightly different. They all three performed in different ways, but they were all you know, a luxury experience. I mean, to pay 20 bucks for a luxury experience, you, that's not asking a lot, I don't think. So. No, I agree. I agree. But that's going to do it for our uh, our highlighted cigars of the year, getting into the end of the year. It's still a little early, but we are we're starting to keep our tally on what's, uh, what's what. So, you know, we'll probably chat a little bit more about it as we get closer and closer to the end of the year and then of course there's you know the big list reveal at the end of the year so uh stay tuned for that but we'll we'll, we'll get to it's gonna be a fight it's it is it's gonna be it's gonna be this is gonna be one of the harder years of i think that i've ever had you know on the media side of this yeah floating for a top 10 yeah yeah it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out uh it's gonna be a fun one for sure um but i do have an email someone wrote to us and i figured i'd read this off and kevin I figured we could do this together and give some input. Um, but And just so you know, anyone can write to us anytime uh, through the Contact Us page at SmokingTobacco.com. You can send us an email, or you can write to us personally if you want to. Our emails are just our first names at SmokingTobacco.com. Um, pretty easy to remember. Uh, this one comes from Michael. Dear editorial team, 
I hope this message finds you well. I'm an avid cigar enthusiast, and I've been following your insightful reviews and recommendations for quite some time. I'm currently on the lookout for cigars that offer a strong and pronounced flavor profile of slightly salted and roasted nuts, such as almonds, cashews, and pistachios, milk chocolate, espresso, and or cold brew. Considering your expertise in the world of cigars, I was wondering if you could provide me with some recommendations for cigars that align with these flavor preferences, whether it's a recent release or a hidden gem. I trust your team's expertise in identifying cigars with distinctive and clear flavor profiles. I appreciate your time and assistance in advance. Looking forward to your suggestions and eager to enhance my cigar experience with your recommendations. Best regards, Michael. Um, I haven't responded to him personally yet because I wanted to... to uh, do this on the show, and then I write to him after. So, but I, w I will respond to him. Um, but as always, anyone can write to us anytime. If you have a question, feel free to write it to us. Uh, maybe you don't catch the show live; you can't comment. So, write to us. Like I said, anytime, and uh, we'll read we'll read your question on the show too. Um, but we'll also, you know, respond to you privately and personally. Um, we'll get you the information that you require. Um, but no, I thought this was great, and um, we don't do a lot of these. Uh, just because I just, you know, I've gotten them before, but I just never really thought to, to do it on the show. And I'm like, you know, we should do more of these on the show because I think it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. I think it's fun. But, um, but Kevin, what do you, um, off the, right off the bat, I mean, what, what cigars come to mind for you? Man, I can think of, think of a couple. Um, and as soon as I say that, my mind just goes blank. Um, Probably like one of the first ones I would I would recommend would be uh, um, Kintsugi from Al Bradley. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. One of the ones that came to mind for me when you mentioned the coffee notes and then in the I mean the nuttiness too, but for me the when you mentioned the coffee stuff, the espressos, the cold brews, one of the ones that came to mind for me was uh the casa magna from casada and, and actually and actually several cigars from casada and it's a flavor note i've picked up across um a few of their cigars but a lot of that nuttiness and a lot of coffee undertones and coffee flavors um that i always seem to get from them and it's specific and when you're in the mood or if that's what you like that's always a safe bet um that's one of the ones that comes right off the bat for me um, cause that, those, those are like the two notes, the general notes that stuck out to me. And that's what came to mind for me right away. Um, cause I consistently pick up strong notes of that every mm -hmm. time I smoke their cigars. Um, so for me, that, that would be my response. Um, Kintsugi, I, I, I could see that one. Um, you know, that's, that's a good cigar, you know, and it's, it's funny because it's, I don't know why this pops into my head. But do you follow Burt Kreischer at all on social media? No. You know who he is, right? Comedian? Mm-hmm. Guy takes his shirt off. He's got the gut. Um, he actually, he's a big cigar guy. And he actually posted on social media recently. Someone posted it somewhere and I saw it. Um, he was smoking a Kintsugi. And I was like, oh, shit, look at that. A little publicity. Oh, wow. A little publicity there. Uh, that's, that's always cool. nice to that's see. That's cool for the boys. Yeah. You know, I always talk about, you know, getting celebrities to uh, – you know, who are cigar people, right? You know, smoking mm -hmm. certain things and, and sharing it on their, on their networks and their waves, uh, and bringing light to certain brands because uh, it does it does help. You know, it does help the industry. This is a small industry, and you know, and 
the celebrity aspect hasn't been what it's what it was like 20 30 years ago um i, I mean i feel like we've talked about this before you see it kind of coming back we, we, we see it coming back uh so i just i thought that was cool but yeah if i had to pick one because uh, i don't want to i don't want to go too much longer on the show so i'm just going to keep it to one so that that'd be one for me uh that i'd throw out there and then, and then we got one from kevin so um, but I think that'll, that'll, that'll do it for that. But again, anyone who has anything they ever want to ask us or write to us, feel free to, and, uh, we'll, we'll read it on the show. Um, but that's going to do our, that's going to do it for our show this week. Um, it's getting late. I don't normally go this late on Wednesdays, so it's a little weird, but we're here. It was a great show. Kevin, thanks for being here. Uh, filling in for hey, Mitchell. thanks for, uh, moving it a little bit late so I can, uh, finish up the work day and, and get home. Wednesdays are a pretty hectic day for me, but it actually it worked out well for both of us, so. Yeah, yeah, no, and I'm I'm glad we were still able to do it. Um, this was this was definitely different and fun. So, um, guys, stay tuned for more updates. Uh, visit SmokingTobacco.com for more news, reviews, and other updates from the cigar industry in the comments section. Or if you don't see it, head over to SmokingTobacco.com. It should be in our news section. Uh, there should be if you're an Instagram follower, it's in our bio. Uh, the link is in our bio. Uh, to our McAuliffe, um McAuliffe Black, sorry, I'm just I'm running on fumes now. <laughs> um, our McAuliffe Black Toro box giveaway. They still have time. The winner will be selected on Saturday night. So if you head over there and click the link, read the instructions, comment below, um, you'll be eligible to win a box. One winner will be selected, just one. One winner will be selected to get a box of McAuliffe Black cigars that will be shipped directly to you from McAuliffe Cigars, um, hopefully sometime next week. So... Um, stay tuned for that. Make sure you hit that. Don't miss out on it, especially if you're, especially if you're a McAuliffe fan. Or if you're not... If you're not, the, you will be. <laughs> if that's a cigar that it doesn't hurt to win for free and try, because you'll probably buy more. So, um, anyway, guys, thanks for being here. Thanks for watching and listening. And we'll see you on Saturday night. Take care. Thanks, guys. Thank you for spending your time with us at Smokin' Tobacco. Please remember to like and subscribe for more episodes and content. And as always, visit SmokinTobacco.com for news and updates from the cigar industry.